Welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. I'm Pastor Joey Miller from Champion Christian Center, and I am so happy that you tuned in with us today. We have so much to talk about out of God's Word, and you are going to be blessed. But let me just remind you, before we jump in, don't forget to check out joeymiller.co for all sorts of resources, from merch to Bible studies to podcast notes to blogs. You will be blessed, so check it out today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're enjoying it and you want to share it with a friend, a great way to let us know is to like it, to share it, and to subscribe. So make sure you do that as well. Well, let's get into the Word together. Happy December. Uh, I want to really focus in um, on the next couple of weeks on just some things that have spoken to my heart out of the Christmas story. I kind of reserve the Christmas story for this time of year during my devotions, and I never want it to get old or cliche, but I want to talk to you about being a carrier of the promise today on the podcast. What does it look like to carry the promise? We are wrapping up 2022, an amazing year. And I don't know if you set goals. I don't know if you set your heart and expectation. I don't know where you're at in the process of 2022. But let me just speak to you that this is the time of year where you want to start uh, really uh, trying to perceive what God is going to do in the year to come. It's a time for me of reflection, of gratitude coming off of Thanksgiving, of evaluation, of things maybe I would have changed this year or mistakes that I learned from. It's a time that I really just focus in because here's the thing. Nothing in our lives happened by accident. Everything that you experience is very intentional. God is a very intentional, detail-oriented God. And when he speaks to us, it's our position uh, to say, God, I want to hear, I want to perceive, I want to learn, I want to give thanks and gratitude and look back and thank you for everything that you've done. But now as I head into December, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, I want to position my heart to hear from you. I want to perceive what you have called me to. And we're talking to you about carrying the promise of God, because maybe you're in the process of getting a new promise from God, and God has uh, put something new in your spirit that you're believing Him to come to pass. Maybe you feel like you have been pregnant for 20 years. You have been carrying a promise, and you haven't seen it fulfilled yet. I want to address all of these things on the pod a podcast today. I want to encourage you in the Word of God, and we're going to take a look uh, in celebration of Christmas, we're going to take a look at the life of Mary. So if you're taking notes, if you have your Bible, grab your coffee, grab a pen, get comfortable for the next couple of minutes. And we're going to pop in to this story of Mary uh, in Jesus' birth. So Luke chapter 1, we're starting verse 26. It says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting that this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. That's a good news. How many of you know when an angel comes, you're like, am I in trouble? Uh, what's going on here? And he's like, it's okay. It's good news. You found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. 
He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. In his kingdom, there will be no end. Talk about dropping a heavy bomb on somebody. I mean, to show up out of nowhere and say, this is the promise that I have for you, Mary. I have good news. You are favored. You are chosen. And here is the plan. And he goes on and he tells her this huge plan that she is actually going to be carrying the Son of God. And her response is this. She says in verse 34, And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Shadow you. Therefore, uh, a child is to be born and will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month in which she was called barren. Listen to verse 37. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her, carrying the promises of God, positioning our hearts for the promise. And I want to unpack this for a couple minutes with you on this podcast. You know, what do you do when God gives you a promise? First of all, our natural response is, God, is this from you? Is this from you? Am I hearing correctly from you? As you're positioning yourself going into the new year, as you're trying to perceive like Jeremiah did in Jeremiah 1, and when the Lord asked him, what do you see? You're trying in your spirit to say, God, I want to see what you have in store for me this year. Now, sometimes that'll be a new promise. Sometimes that'll be carrying the the promise that he gave you last year, two years ago, five years ago, uh, further along in the process, whatever it is, positioning yourself to hear and say, God, is this really you speaking? And some of the ways that you can do that really quickly are, first of all, you know, do you have peace? Does it confirm or, or speak peace to you? Mary here, she was like, what? Say that again. Um, what did you just say to me? And, and she says, no, you know what? I'm a virgin. I don't see how that can happen. And the first thing that Mary tried to do was she tried to, uh, she tried to take it all in in the natural. And she was like, this has to be like wrong person, wrong address, Gabriel. I'm a virgin. This can't happen. And sometimes when we get a promise from God, the first thing that we do is we dismiss it because we think this cannot be of you, God. It's too big. I can't see in the natural how it could ever happen. But even though our minds can't process it, there's something in our spirit that bears witness with it, that attests to it, that, that even though in our head we're like, no, that couldn't be, something in our spirit is crying out, yes, 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 God, I want to be part of the promise. And we see here that you know, step one is really positioning ourselves to hear and partake in the promises of God. Mary was in a position to hear from God, that she was favored by God. That meant she was walking in obedience. She was walking in the blessing of God. Oftentimes, God will speak to you the clearest when you are walking in blessing and obedience to him. Now, sometimes when you're in disobedience, it'll be like a big shaking because God's trying to get your attention. But more often than not, it, you can trust 
when God is leading you because you say, you know what, I am delighting myself in the Lord, Psalm 37, 4. I am delighting myself in you, and as I do, you're putting your desires in my heart. And so this promise kind of struck Mary uh, by surprise, and she tried to process it, and she said, this can't happen. And then Gabriel went on, and he laid out the plan, and he said, Mary, look, this isn't going to happen by your own strength. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. He's going to do the work. And, you know, in that moment, Mary had a choice to make. She could either position herself for the promise or she could talk herself out of the promise. And she positioned her heart to say, God, I don't have to figure it all out. All I have to do is receive your plan. I have to say yes to that which you're calling me to. Let me just encourage you that as you're going into this next year, as you are positioning yourself to hear from God, when God speaks to you, you don't have to figure out all of the details. You don't have to see how it can unfold in the natural. You don't have to see if your finances and your bank account line up with what the promise is. All you have to do is position your heart in a way to say, God, I am serving you. I want to walk in clear obedience to you. Whatever it is that you speak to me, I don't have to figure it out in the natural. I receive it in my spirit, and I say, yes, Lord, be it to me as you have promised. Let the promise uh, you know, take heart in me, that I'm not responding in my mind. I'm responding in my heart and my spirit to say, I am your servant. And whatever you see fit, whatever you see me doing this year, I am game for it. I am ready for it. So positioning yourself to be a partaker of the promise, positioning your heart to say, yes, Lord. It doesn't have to be my way. It doesn't have to be my plan. In fact, if it is my way and my plan, chances are it's too little. God will always give you a plan and a purpose that makes you just a little bit uncomfortable. So if you're saying today, is this me or is this God? Ask yourself, could I do it in my own strength? Is it something that I feel adequate or comfortable doing? Then chances are you need to, to go a little bit further with that. You need to dream a little bit bigger. You need to say, God, I know you have something in store for me, a promise that I need to take hold of, and I'm just waiting to hear it because I know it is big and it is good. Position yourself for the promise. Some of you, maybe you have a promise that God has spoken and it's bigger than you. And I would say this, continue to position yourself for the promise. Continue to keep your heart fresh in faith and obedience. Here's the thing, when you're carrying a promise for a while, it's easy to either say, you know what, God forgot about me. Uh, you know, that promise is on a shelf. It's never going to happen in my life. I thought I heard from God, but as the years go on, as time passes, I'm not so sure anymore. Maybe I'm going to shrink what that looks like. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe the, I heard the angel wrong. Mary could have thought, no. You know what? You keep holding fast to that promise. Part of your responsibility is stewarding that. And God saw fit for whatever reason to give you a promise that you would have to to protect, that you would have to position yourself to carry uh, for a long while because he knew that you could handle it. But it's your responsibility to stay refreshed in faith, to keep that promise on the forefront, to remember that you are favored, you are chosen, that God selected you on purpose, for a purpose, and not to grow weary in well-doing, to continue to position your heart and say, Lord, be it to me as you have said. And I love it because it goes on to say that Mary 
took all of these things in and she hid them away in her heart. She pondered them. She thought about them. She meditated on them. And, and so, you know, let me just remind you and encourage you today, wherever you're at in the process, maybe it's a fresh promise, you have to continue to position yourself in faith. Continue to say, God, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for when you're ready to use me. And then if you have been carrying that promise, Position yourself in a way where that promise is staying fresh, where you're staying encouraged in faith. Don't become discouraged and weary in well-doing, but hold tight, hold fast to the promise. Point number two is this, that you have to protect the promise. You have to protect what God is wanting to do in your uh, spirit, in your life, because the natural thinking will be to dismiss it. People around you will want to tell you you're crazy, you're dreaming too big, what are you talking about? But, but you have to make a decision that God entrusted me with this and I'm going to protect which God spoke to me. You know, the story goes on when Mary is, is carrying uh, the baby and she goes and she positions herself to hear from God and she goes and she finds Elizabeth, who the Bible says, uh, the angel told her was with child also. We know from the Bible that Elizabeth was pregnant with another important character in the Bible story, and that was John the Baptist. And uh, God was doing something in Elizabeth's life. And her situation was similar to Mary's in the fact that it had to be a supernatural act. Elizabeth was barren, and in fact, her husband, Zachariah, was uh, so... Uh, in disbelief that the angel had to shut his mouth. Uh, talk about the power of your words. He zipped his lip. Zachariah actually went mute until the child was born because the plan of God was so important that the angel did not want Zachariah to abort that which God was trying to birth through coming against it with his speech and his words. And part of protecting the promise that God is going to give you, that God has given you, is watching what you're speaking over that thing. That Mary, she didn't say another word. She said, let it be. She hid it in her heart. She wasn't, you know, going on and on calling 20 friends. How is this going to happen? I'm a virgin. An angel appeared to me. I can't see how this is ever going to happen. Joseph's going to be furious. Like she didn't go on and talk about it. She hid it in her heart. Hide it in your heart. And then we go and we see Elizabeth here. And we see that the very opposite, that Zechariah would have spoken against the promise. What God is doing in your heart is so big that you have to realize the magnitude of what you're carrying. And you have to understand what the Bible says about the power of life and death being in our words is a reality. It's not just something nice that we say so that our speech is pleasant and pleasing and positive. No, there's power in your words. So much so that the power of negativity that Zechariah would have spoken against uh, what God was trying to do could have thrown the whole plan out of play. Think about that, that God actually implemented a plan, very active in the plan of Mary uh, and Elizabeth and, and what was going on with Jesus and John the Baptist, yet the power of Zachariah's words could have fumbled the whole plan up. So he silenced him until the promise came to be. Some of you just need to be quiet. You need to stop talking about it. You need to stop complaining about it. You need to stop speaking against the promise. Maybe you've been carrying this thing for a while. And you might feel like, is this ever going to come to pass in my life? You know, it's okay if you have that feeling. 
Don't let it get into your heart. Don't let it become a belief of yours and absolutely do not speak it out. If you get the temptation to say this is never going to happen, just start saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that the promise is going to come to pass. Thank you that, that your plan is in motion. Thank you that even though I can't see it, there is progress being made. Think about this, especially if you have ever given birth. You find out that you're pregnant and there is like nothing except for this pregnancy test to attest to the fact that you are carrying a child. I remember my first pregnancy. I kept going in the mirror, like checking out, like, do, do I have a belly yet? Can you see any signs of the baby yet? And, and first pregnancy, of course, it took a long, long time. You know, I went out and bought pregnancy jeans, went really prematurely trying to wear them and get them to stay up. And, you know, the, what they say, the second child was a little bit quicker. I got into those pregnancy jeans a little bit sooner. And by the fifth child, my pregnancy jeans were my regular jeans. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but, but in the very beginning, you're waiting for some sort of outward sign that there is a promise in, inside of you, that there is a seed of life inside of you. And it takes a while for that baby to grow and develop and, and to have outward signs, but that doesn't mean that the baby's not alive and, and God's not knitting it together uh, in those moments where it doesn't look like you can see anything on the outside. Some of you are in that part of the process of that you need to protect the promise because you can't see any outward signs that anything is going on. But God's at work. He is working it all together. He's growing and forming and getting the pieces in place for the promise to come to pass. Stop doubting him and stop complaining. Protect that promise at all costs. Guard it. Guard that promise. And get around people that will actually position themselves around you to be, uh, to be partners with you in the promise. That's what Mary did. It goes on to say this in verse 39. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste to the hill country, to a town in Judah. She entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard her greeting of Mary, the baby leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And uh, why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed it is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Listen, this is so, so important. When you're carrying the promise, when you get a promise from God, get around people who will partner with you in the promise. Mary knew who to go to. She went to Elizabeth, and Elizabeth didn't tell her she was crazy. Elizabeth didn't question her fidelity whenever she found out that she was pregnant. Elizabeth received the promise just as Mary did. She rejoiced with her. She knit herself to Mary, and she spoke encouragement over Mary's life. Find yourself in Elizabeth in your promise. Find somebody who is going to protect that promise with you, who's going to partner with you, who's going to speak life over that thing until it comes to pass, and you will be encouraged in the things of God. Any promise, it needs a partner for you to stand with, to stand in faith with, especially if it's over a long period of time. You need people around you to say, no, you know what? This is going to happen. You are going to have this baby. You're going to give life to this promise. Whatever it is that God has put into your heart, it will come 
to pass. There is a supernatural strengthening that comes from that. There is a mutual faith that comes from that. When two or more are gathered, the Bible says, things happen in prayer. And so find people who are going to surround you, the right people. Don't just share your promise with anybody. Some people will spit on your promise. They'll tell you it's stupid, it's dumb, it's not of God. Uh, they will speak things over you. You have to protect it. You have to find people to partner with it. And you have to position yourself for this year and what God wants to do in and through your life. And get ready, get ready. How you end this year is how you start the next. So start to say, God, thank you for everything in 2022. Thank you for the things I'm still believing for up until January 1st. But I'm starting to position myself for the promises of what you have for me to carry in this upcoming year. I can't wait to see what God does in and through you as we position ourselves for the promise. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Joey Miller podcast today. I pray you were blessed by God's word. I pray that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you and ministering to you, that his grace is empowering you to be everything that you're called to be. Well, until next time, I'll see you on the Joey Miller podcast.